Welcome to the Led to Lead podcast. We believe that God is calling you to lead yourself and others with wisdom, intention, and humility. Join us as we chat through quick tips, skills, and ways to help equip you on your journey as a leader of yourself and others. What is up, Led to Lead listeners? Uh, VJ and Doyle back with you, and today we're talking about the fourth pillar of, what are we calling this, Doyle? The pillars of faith? Uh, pillars of thought. Pillars, pillars of, of thought. thought. Yeah. Okay, cool. So this question is, what does a relational God mean for leaders? Relational God for leaders has to do with significance. Mm. If, I, if I know who I am, if I understand how significant I am to God it's going to make a difference on how significant I think I am to others. And consequently, then I'm going to serve well. Yeah. If I, if I don't get that, uh, then I'm going to get, I'm going to start moving into performance mode. And performance mode will guarantee I end up in burnout. Yeah, and a performance-based structure kind of means that the people under us need to do their job so that we can do our job so that we can please God. Whereas really, God is pleased with us. And then we work out of that joy and strength, and then we pour out on the people that we're leading, and the same thing happens. Yeah, what happens is, you mentioned that people under us, yeah. but when we feel a sense of significance and we know who we are, what we're delighted in is letting people stand on our shoulders. Yes. We're, we're not wanting to put them underneath us. Yep. And I think that comes, I think of the passage in Psalm 139, when... The psalmist talks about how we're fearfully and wonderfully made. We are knit together in our mother's womb. Mm. And that means that if we're in a role as a leader, which as we've talked about, everyone has to lead at one time or another, whatever, whoever you are, your identity, your significance, it's all wrapped up in the dreams that the father's had. He's already been dreaming about who you are a long time before you've thought about it. Wow. And so all we're doing is we're living into those dreams. We're living into the DNA that's already embedded in us. And that goes back to what we talked about last time. That's why Jesus had to pay for everything at the cross. Because he bought all of that back for us. The thing that we lost in the fall that caused us to lose that sense of significance and purpose. Wow, yeah, that's really good. For me, that verse reminds me that God doesn't only know us, but he, he wants to have a long-term and consistent relationship with us. And uh, there's a verse from Song of Songs that kind of hits me. It's uh, chapter 6, verse 3. It says, He is within me. I am his garden of delight. I have him fully, and now he has me. Um, it's, it's such a mutual experience. And if we just let it go as God knows us, and we need to operate out of that, and we don't commit to the other side of the relationship where God wants us to know him deeply, then we're missing so much in our in our experience with God and our experience with other people. And if you think about it, the disciples almost missed out on that because Jesus demonstrated that when he washed their feet. He mm -hmm. basically was communicating to them what you just read from uh, Song of Solomon about how much he delighted in them. He delighted in them so much, he loved being with them so much that he was willing even to wash their feet. And Peter says, no, 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 you're not going to wash my feet. And he said, if I don't, if I don't do it, you know, then uh, I'm not going to be effective. You're not going to receive what I have for you. And then Peter realized that he needed everything. And that's, that's really what it boils down to is what Jesus demonstrated for us about how significant we are. 
Yeah, and if we have that attitude that Peter had um, towards God and towards other people, then it kind of just means that we think we deserve more than other people, and we don't think we deserve enough of God. It's this weird thing where we're pushing people down, and we're pushing ourselves away from God. Wow. Uh, and so Peter was kind of stuck in that for a lot of, for a lot of his time with Jesus. Right. Right. That's a really good point. Wow. It's just so interesting and so disappointing to watch people do that. Because what they end up doing is they, you see them damage relationships. Oh, yeah. And they push people away. And then the first, the first thing they're doing is they're complaining and, and they're complaining and criticizing God and wondering where God is in the midst of everything. And like somebody told me one time a long time ago, whenever we notice that God moved, the problem isn't God, it's us. <laughs> he doesn't move, we move away from Him. That's so, so true. Yeah. So guys, yeah. this week we're going to challenge you uh, with two things. The first thing is, what part of yourself are you holding back from God? Uh, pray about that and, and figure out what you're holding back. And then of course the second part is, what part of other people are you pushing away? Or who are you pushing away that you should be embracing in a relationship uh, in a just a, a beautiful discipleship relationship or um, a friendship um, so that you can sharpen each other, so that you can glorify God together. So ask yourself those two questions this week. Uh, we will see you next time on the Led to Lead podcast. Bye.